Welcome to Married to Portuguese. On each episode, my English-Irish husband, Bob, and I discuss and laugh about our life and adventures in the Portuguese culture. <laughs> I, can't. I can't with you. I can't. Bom dia. I... Yeah. Bom dia. Bom dia. <laughs> Bom dia. <laughs> yes. He makes me laugh before this goes on. So all the time it starts, I'm like giggling away over here. As I've said, <laughs> why do I have trouble speaking the language? Because when I speak it, this is the reaction I get. <laughs> all right, honey, we have reached our last overall thing of season For season two, two. yes. Sabrina's so Portuguese Table, season two. Episode 8, Fayal. Fayal. Okay, I'll let you start with Fayal, because I'm not saying anything. I Go ahead. Okay. We fell in love with Fayal. We love all of the islands. Fayal was um, the last island we filmed at. Yes. And we had been working for two weeks straight at that point. Yeah. Days off, long days. Yeah. We knew we were at the end of the project. And A, we were in a groove. Yes, true. And we were, we knew, we knew we were on a special trip, all of us. We knew we were on a special trip and so we were just enjoying it. And so we probably had a heightened sensitivity of we're enjoying this as much as we can. And the island gave that love. Oh, yeah. It gave it right back to us. Starting with, uh, you know, Peter's Cafe and their amazing gin and tonics and... uh, Gin du bar. Gin du bar. Gin du bar. I mean, that was was tremendous. I I mean, the times that we were there, the weather was perfect. It was. Um, And Fayal, it was perfect. The weather was... We didn't have one rainy day there. Things just lined up, and when they didn't line up, Something else. Something else stepped right up at yep. the right time. Yep. And, you know, it was just, it was just amazing. And, and for the island itself, um, boy, it, it seems to me to be the perfect mixture of the whole Azorian experience. How so? So, like you've, like San Miguel, you've got Ponte Legata. Yep. So you've got a, a bit of urban, and mm-hmm. but then you've got like Ribeira Grande. It's a little bit more built up, yeah. Little, little bit, little bit more, yeah. So, you know, you don't have that necessarily on Sao Jorge. We didn't see it as much. No, no. Uh, Lage. That's Pico. Oh, it's Pico. Um, I'm terrible with names. <laughs> Where we stayed in Sao Jorge. Velish. Uh, Velish. You know, that was more like Ribeira Grande. I don't think it was built up as Pantalinka. Correct. Um, so you've got a little bit of that in in Horta. Then you've got very cosmopolitan in Horta. In Horta, but yeah. you know, a hundred yards out of Horta, you know, you could just as well be on like Tercera. I think yeah. the train was very close to that. Yeah, you're right. But you know, like Pico, you can you can always see Pico. So it's like kind of like the Sao Jorge. There were some steep roads that we drove, so that kind of gave yeah. the flavor of Sao Jorge. And, you know, the people were so, it just, it seemed like they had a little bit of. Everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. It, um, so, again, we were, we had to take the ferry. We took the ferry <clears throat> from Pico to Fayal. Which is like five miles, so it was a pretty quick. That one was a little longer than San Jorge to Pico. 
was it? Maybe I have, yeah. them, maybe I, maybe I have them confused. Yeah, but it you, had, you had it opposite. It was a shorter ride. Uh, it was a, uh, an hour. I want to say an hour. It was easy. Yeah, it was easy uh, and very inexpensive. So if anyone who was thinking of, you know what, I'd love to do these three uh, central islands or the triangle islands, uh, very easy to do. So, so, so it's just a few euros yeah. if you weren't bringing a car or a bicycle. Correct, correct. And if you had, you know, uh, cargo, you'd have to pay more, but you're not going to be traveling with cargo like we did. But it was very inexpensive. But again, Horta was easy to get around. Yeah. Beautiful. And, I mean, look look at what we got to do. You know, we were tasting local cheeses and baked goods. Really amazing cheese. Well, we teamed up with um, a food tour. Um, and Raphael from Hungry Whales Food Tour. Great guy. Oh, amazing. Kieran Fayal, highly recommend it. He also does a food tour in Punta Delgada, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, and so he, because I had never been to Fayal. So I'm like, okay, I'm not doing, I'm not going to be talking as an expert of Fayal because I'm not. I That was my first time there. So I'm like, I want to meet who can teach me and, in a way, teach you about the food of Fayal. So we went to a farmer's market, and there is a store, and it's called the Triangle Store. And they sell all the products that are made in um, Saint-Georges, Pico, and, of course, Fayal. And... Uh, so it was the cheeses, it was the breads, it was the ishbash was there. They were selling the ishbash. Yep. They were selling czar wines. They were they were selling all of that stuff there. So they put out a table. It was like beautiful spread. And um, for us to taste all the different cheeses. And in Fayal, they have Fayal um, uh, queijo muro, do muro, o muro, something like that. I think it's o muro. And it's... How can I explain it? You have to cut the top off, and it's a soft, spreadable kind of cheese in the center out of this world. Just out of this world, fantastic. So, and then the jams, and then all the breads, and all these different things. So I'm tasting everything along, and then we stop filming, and then the crew, everybody else starts tasting it. we get to send on the table. Yes, and then they got to take, oh, I like this one, I like this one. Oh, how about that? Where can I get this at? And so then they start buying because now we know this is the last island. And so now they're like buying all stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was cute. It was really cute. And then from there, oh, uh, talking to someone at the table who was there and I'm like, the honey was so good. And, uh, and, I, and she's like, oh, yeah, we have over can't remember the number, but it was a high number. Like 40 something farms? Of of beef, of honeybee farms, or of honey farms. And I'm like, really? You have it here? <laughs> I knew they had it in Pico because of the wine, you need you need honeybee, you need bees around that. And and we couldn't make it to the honey place there. They wouldn't let us. Yeah. They were too busy and or whatever. And so she's like, Oh, and I happen to have um, you know, some hives that, you know, we, you know, my, my partner and I, you know, are part of the, the co-op and, you know, they have the honey and then they sell it in part of the co-op. And I'm like, oh my goodness, can I see it? 
And she's like, yes, you're welcome to come and see it. So that was a gift of when we landed in Fayal of what I had that I wanted to do. We did all of it. Yep. Plus we did the honey. And that was just great segment. Oh, fun morning. It was, it was just, so good. We laughed so hard. <laughs> just we laughed so hard. I mean, you don't want to upset the bees, so you, you have to be very quiet. You've got to be quiet. You don't want to upset them. And... Yeah, everything. Everybody has to be very, and you can't move too fast, because if you move too fast, they think you know you're being assertive, and they'll attack. You know that kind of thing. So it was like. Oh and there my... weren't enough suits for everybody. So no. Mark and I had to stand uh, all the way distance and so far away, and still be. <laughs> we had to be especially quiet since we were more vulnerable than everybody. Correct. So that was, that was ter- that was terrific. Yeah. And then uh, we ha- we have to say that it's either Dean or Charlie. I think it was Dean. He was antagonizing the bees. Well, probably. <laughs> well, it could have been either one of them. So they, my money's on Dean. It was on Dean. I think it was <laughs> Dean. And he's like, oh, oh, like doing that. And the girls are like, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, you're protected. You're, it's not, nothing's going to happen. You're going to be okay. And, uh, but for whatever reason, I was fine. Uh, I was, I was covered up. They made sure that everything was, there was no little openings for them to get in. Um, we smoked it with lavender, if yes, I'm not mistaken. Lavender. And it so to calm them down, and um, so that was, and then to see, I went. I've never held one of those. They were so, it was heavy. It was so much honey was in that, uh, and delicious, delicious, delicious honey. And from there, we drove out to Capellish. Yes, right? Capellinos. Capellinos. Yep. Excuse yep. me. Yeah. For the volcano, which. You know, we'd done our research. We knew the story going yes. into it that yeah. it was the eruption of the volcano in 57, 58 that basically devastated that end of the island. It killed the commerce for the whole island. The whole island. And it was 13 months. And, and spurred the American government to change its immigration policy, starting with Azorians to let them in. So it changed everybody's lives, quite frankly. It changed everybody's lives on those islands. So we drove out there not knowing what to expect, and it's very, uh, it, it <clears throat> the museum is very much like a James Bond villain lair. Yes, yes it is. So we get yes, out to the is. end of the island, and it's well, crazy well, windy, and there's a few yeah. cars around, and it's a long walk. I mean, the wind was blowing like 30 miles an hour. It was just a long walk, and it's black sand from the from the eruption. And there's like a cement bunker. And a and a um, um, an empty lighthouse. Yes, an empty like, lighthouse. Like an abandoned lighthouse. Yeah, and then there's like this building, but you have to go under. So we're like, we're going. Okay, this must be the museum, and it is a bunker. It, it, it is. It, it really. A it is a bunker. And, and so, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, they turned out to be to be great. It is oh. an amazing facility. Talking about the history of the it islands, volcano, incredible. immigration, the story of. Um, like there was one man who was local, who was a scientist, yep. who understood immediately what was happening, and because of his actions, nobody died. Nobody died. It's hard to believe it. Yeah, and no one died. You know, like the 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 locals were paid peanuts, like ten cents a day, 
to be shoveling the streets to keep them clear. And the women were paid like pennies a day to clear the roofs, roofs, whatever. Yeah. And it was just amazing. And to get out and to look around and to understand that, you know. The magnitude. The magnitude. This was a village. There were people. Their lives were here. And just all taken away. And, you know, what's left of the volcano, what do you say, like 100 years will be gone? Yes. You know, the island that's left from the eruption will be will be gone. gone. So it was very sobering to understand and see firsthand, you know, how vicious nature can be and also to understand the impact it had on the lives of so many people, you know, here in the United States who are here yeah. because of yep. because of that. And, you know, the population of Fayal never recovered. No. Nope. Because everybody, they lost everybody pretty much half left. half of everybody. The population there, folks yeah. from the other islands, left as as well. Yeah, and uh, and that was to me, um, you know, yeah, yeah, that was. I had to like walk away. I had to walk away because I saw the paper, the 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 copy of the paper, which you know at the very top it says the Refugee Act. Yes. And I never realized that because we came in, in the 60s and that was still part of that time where the quotas had been open to allow more Azorians in. So the reason I'm here is I know it was chain migration with my uncle calling us, but if it was prior to the Kapalinoj there was a certain number of people that would come in every year. And there were people that were on that waiting list for so many years. And with that piece of paper, that quota was gone. There was no more quotas. And so I never realized that I had come here and all of us had come here and we were actually refugees. We were considered refugees. And that was like, so thanks to Senators yes. Kennedy and Pastore yes. for pushing. Yes, John F. Kennedy and John Pastore out of Rhode Island. And then yep. to finish the episode, yes, we were at Fazenda yes. with Manny and Margot. Oh, my goodness. And Margot Petiti. What a sweetheart. Um, assuming there is a heaven, oh. it, it can't be better oh. than, than their farm. I I can't imagine a more perfect place. It was it was just beautiful. Just beautiful. It was it's just beautiful. high up on a hilltop. Yeah. It was a beautiful, perfect day. Yeah. Overlooking the Atlantic, overlooking Pico Mountains, lush. <clears throat> Manny and Margot and you know Margot's parents were there. Were yeah. just awesome hosts. Manny is a five-star chef in yes. my opinion yes he is Margot is modern equivalent of uh, a uh, renaissance woman yeah exactly she's a renaissance woman she exactly she is da vinci yeah yeah she um is a scientist um and but she's also an entrepreneur i mean she has she does does all these things and what's great in all this is they decided you know, this is my, this was her grandfather's, great-grandfather's, grandfather's, that's right. great-grandfather's land. And it belonged to the family, but now it belongs to them, if I'm not mistaken. And um, and they're rebuilding 
uh, their great their great grandfather's house and building rebuilding it and so that they can live there. And so they came from the United States to go back and live in Fayal. And so it was a gamble. I mean, they gave up lives here. Yes, they gave up their livelihood, their home, their everything into, you know what? I'm a scientist. Seeds are one of her things. She works with the scientists at Cornell and working on specific seeds that will produce a certain kind of vegetable or this or that. And working with Cornell University, creating these seeds, growing it on the farm, and then Manny takes what they grow and creates masterpieces. 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 It was, yeah. Just crazy. I, I, I can't, it, it was like, you you made this? And he's like, oh yeah, I made this. And he served like different things. I cooked with him. I made the upside down carrot cake and the carrot soup. But what I didn't know is he had made other stuff like, and, <laughs> and I'm like, where did this come from? And it was, he made ravioli stuffed with like butternut squash. He made um like these beautiful, um uh, what was it? Like flatbreads with like spices and seeds. I, I mean, it was incredible. It was. it was incredible. I mean, to sit... That was a great way to end. Yeah, to sit at that picnic table. Yeah. Because um, after we all sat. We all sat. Yeah, that was... <clears throat> yeah. To sit at that table in that setting yeah. with that group of people was just perfection. Just, it was. You know, when we we talk about Marie's Portuguese table, <laughs> you know, sitting like... I mean, that's... That's, that's it. That's yes. it. That's the experience. You walk away and you remember that for forever, a lifetime. Yeah. You won't even remember what we talked about. We'll remember the people that we enjoyed it. Correct. With. And that was Correct. that was amazing. And then, Correct. you know, then it was leaving. It's time to say goodbye and fly home. Now you stayed. I stayed to go. You stayed because you were leading a tour. I was leading a tour, but I I do have to say this: if you go to Fayal, you could experience that farm to table. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> because they hold farm-to-table events at their fazenda. Yep. So, and it's called fazenda, and um, but they have they constantly have these um whatever they're growing. It's because that is how the Azorian way you cook what you, what is growing. It's what's in season, and that's exactly what he does. I don't know what they charge, but it's not enough. It's not yes. It, I, I, you're right. You're it's right. Enough. Charge more. Yeah, it, it's incredible, incredible. And you're right. It's he's a five star. He's a five star. Um, yeah, absolutely. Just loved it. And I, again, it, we were we were laughing. The running joke as we were driving around in the van was, yeah, we'd see a house for sale, especially if it was a ruin. You know, we're like, okay, Charlie, Charlie and I were going to buy that house. And, you know, who's going to live upstairs? Who's going to live downstairs? downstairs. And that's it. I, that, I think more than all the other islands, even though we loved every island. Trust me, we loved every island. I I actually, I, I found, um, for me, it was Saint-Georges that really touched me. And then next it was Fayal. Those were the two that were, for me, the ones that really touched my heart a lot. And um, so when we were in Fayal, I mean, we heard it in the other ones. Like, they'd go, oh, I could live here. Oh, I could live here. You know, Sarah, everybody was like, oh, I can live here. This is so Americanized. I can definitely live here. Yeah, I don't know. 
But Fayal was different. And at the end, they were all on the app. <laughs> all of them. And I'm not kidding. All of them. They were all on the app looking at houses. Hey, look at this house. Oh, wow. Look at that. Oh, look, look. And since then, one of our camera guys, Charlie. Took his family back. Took his family back because uh, he's Italian. And he, when he was in it, he was like, I never knew this existed. I can't believe this is here in the middle of the Atlantic. I've got to bring my family. So he brought his wife and his two daughters. Um, and it, and this is, this is what I want. This is what I want. I want people to fall in love with all of these islands, to fall in love with the food, to fall in love with everything that they, those islands give. And, um, and we did, and we did, we did. So this is the end. This is the end of our eight part series of behind the scenes of, um, of Maria's Portuguese table. The only thing we did not mention, and I'll mention it really quickly, the boat ride. Oh, the sailboat ride, not the ferry, the sailboat ride. Sailboat ride. Yeah, I skipped that for you. You did? I did. Why is that? It was not enjoyable for me. It wasn't enjoyable at all. Uh, but let's just say Dramamine and those wristbands did not work on me. Did not work. That's all I have to say. You don't. I don't have to say any more than that. So we had to stop filming Maria, and um, we had to do other stuff on that boat because Maria was turning green. Green, yeah. And, and, and it's it's a shame. It, it was it was a pretty calm night, and it just didn't agree with you. It didn't agree with me. That's all. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. But yeah. that was a beautiful couple. Oh yeah. Beautiful boat. A beautiful night. We just could not get more out of it because you were under was, the weather. Yeah. Under the weather. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to end on this note. No, we don't. We don't want to end on that note. Uh, but, I mean. Go to the islands. Go to the islands. Go to the islands. Doesn't yeah. matter which one. There's yeah. no bad choice. Go there to really is. And go to them. Go discover them. Um, breathe. Take it all in. Enjoy every moment of it. Um, life is too short. So if you can um, get a deal, a package deal, some anywhere you can find something, because sometimes they do. Sometimes they have like, you know, um, a really good deals on it. Take it, do it. You will not be disappointed. No. No. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, guys. Right. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, and we'd love to hear your ideas for topics. Ciao.